0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast, the two-man power trip once again. Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net, with my good friend, Alo, Aaron Lloyd. We are not joined tonight by C.K. Joe, Joe Rodermill. He had, I guess... More important things to do? I don't know.
1: Yes, and our other co-hosts, X2Fly had last day of the month sales.
0: <laughs> yes, last day of the month sales. Where is that Oh, uh, Scott Honda. <laughs> Scott Honda. So if anybody wants a car in the next three hours, <laughs> head to Scott Honda. Uh, good luck. I don't know. <laughs> Go back in time and watch the show a day ahead.
1: Yeah, take the New Day's time machine. <laughs> that might work. Yeah, well, first of all, I, first I got to say, the, the overall response to the two-man power trip is also is always great. Always. But... You know, there's some people affiliate, affiliated with the show, you know, a couple of haters. couple <laughs> haters? A couple, couple of haters? That got a problem with two man power shit. I'm not, I am not want to say on a name, but <laughs> the stooges Eric and Joe, they seem to have a problem with us. I'm just saying. How you doing?
0: Do you think there's something that's someday down the road going to need to be resolved?
1: It may have to. <laughs>
0: I guess we'll see how that, how that goes.
1: We'll see how that for goes. For everybody
0: involved. Yes, it will. Biggest news in the wrestling world since the last time we were here. WWE announces for the first time in WWE history, SmackDown will air live on Tuesday nights. I don't believe, are they calling it a brand extension? I know they're calling it Distinct Rosters. Distinctive Rosters. So, two totally separate shows. I don't think they pulled it off well the first time. I think most people would agree with that. Do you have high hopes for how they will pull it off this time around?
1: Well, the first time, they had so much talent with the WCW roster and ECW roster coming in, but they didn't handle all that talent properly. So after it started, it dwindled down a little bit. But it got built back up later in 2003 and 2004. But around 2005, that's when the height really died down. And that's when they stopped They stopped um the brand special pay-per-views, and they finally merged it back together. I remember you said, we're going to get separate brand pay-per-views. I said, no, I don't want that. <laughs> because they were horrible. They're, they're very hard to watch. But <clears throat> now, they do have the talent. And it's not older talent. It's up-and-coming talent. Because there's always... Every time a show comes on, me and you tell each other, yeah. me you and Ro- me, you and Eric and laugh, we always say, where's Sasha? Where's yeah. Tyler Breeze? Where's Apollo <laughs> Crews? Apo- Apollo who's? Where's Neville? Why did he lose it? Now... These guys are gonna—they're are, going be to be put in situations to be on TV, and and they can actually win matches and show what they could do. Because we we always say we're these guys, but everybody can't make it on the show. It's a three-hour show, but everybody can't make it on the show.
0: Yeah, it's an incredibly long show, but not quite long enough for the amount of people. They yeah,
1: have. yeah, like the, the talent is. The highest it's ever been in ring wise, and these these new guys, especially these NXT guys, they're gonna get show. They're gonna be able to get to show what they can do. And like people will say, "Well, I love Tyler Breeze." You'll see why I love Tyler yeah. Breeze.
0: And <laughs> yeah, if you did not watch NXT, you hopefully will find yeah. out very
1: soon. Yeah, Apollo Cruz may get a character. And another, another important thing is when they start. How many times how you do you see that? When you go from, when you're in the main event, after you lose the main event, you drop down and you're know, nowhere to be found. Right. That won't happen with a brand extension. So, for example, if you're Dean Ambrose, you lose the main event, you might drop down a pick, but you won't drop down all the way down to the low the low mid card.
0: Yeah, you're not going to become irrelevant because you didn't win the main event.
1: Yeah, and I think that what they're going to do is one of these shows will kind of be more catered to the IWC, and some speculation that I, that I think is going to happen. To make SmackDown important right away and p- to get those ratings up because this was about this is all about really about SmackDown and making it an important again. So, what I think is, I think that since Cena's been gone from Raw for so long and Raw's been fine without him, I think he'll become the face of SmackDown because that's their top guy for ratings. So, I think they'll throw him on there and also I think they'll throw Sasha Banks on there because she even did a, a WWE.com interview. I saying, did see that last yeah, night. Yeah, of course you did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't always watch yeah, yeah.
1: that. Yeah, those are the best ones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to show. Them. But she did an interview saying that she loved SmackDown growing up, and SmackDown was great. Like when SmackDown, the brand change started, SmackDown was great. They had the SmackDown Six with Angle, Benoit, Edge, Mysterio, Ang- and Angle, and Lesnar. They had. They had SmackDown was the show to watch overall. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna have that kind of situation now. These guys that haven't had the time to shine are gonna get the time to shine. Same thing, Same thing with Raw. But Raw is. The flagship show. So they're not worried about Raw. But right away, I think they're going to put more emphasis on on SmackDown.
0: So this actually is what I wrote about this week. I don't know if you got a chance to read it or not. Obviously not required reading to do the show, but it's topical for this. So one of the things I was going to ask you is, did you think there was, because I've had the same question, is one show going to be, like is Raw going to stay the show Raw is? Are they going to make SmackDown catered more to a certain type of fan, or will both shows kind of be similar just with different rosters? Um, I wrote a thing. It was some of my hopes and fears for the brand extension.
1: There's plenty of, of fears.
0: Well, one, there you're right. There are. So one of my biggest hopes is that Cena and Reigns don't get separated. My the, the reason you mean separa- being, you, you mean? I want them to be on the same show. Okay. The reason being. How long have people been tired of John Cena? And just the inevitability that no matter what, he's going to win. Yeah. And now Roman Reigns is the same thing. I don't hate either one of those guys. I don't dislike them. I actually think both of them are really good. And I think both of them, you know, John Cena has carried the torch for 10 plus years. I think Roman Reigns will do the same thing. I don't know if he'll reach the same heights as Cena, but he has a chance. But I think if you have one show with both of those guys on it, the other show does not get saddled with one of those guys. If they're split up, both shows now have that guy that the fans are like, "Come on, you have to be kidding me." The other thing I hope the one of the main things I hope I hope the women stay all on one show
1: i didn't I didn't really want that
0: see, I do I want them to stay on raw for two reasons one, I don't think they have enough women yet to split them up I do see I don't, and the, or they don't have enough that are established yet,
1: okay, so I, can, I think I can see if, that if point. you
0: if you put them all on the same show, it keeps everything together raw. For maybe forever. It might get to a point where they're viewed as equals. But while Raw is viewed as the show, I think it's good for them to have them on the show. Makes them more important. And with three hours to work with, you can now give them time. As opposed to, you may have you know six or seven women on Raw and six or seven women on SmackDown and you're splitting them up. I'd like to see them all in the same place. I don't know if either of these things are going to happen. I want them to keep one world champion, too.
1: See... It got complicated originally. I don't know if you were watching it when it originally happened, but this, 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 the, the champion was going back and forth. But mm-hmm. then again, it's like, okay, what if they're feuding with a Raw guy? What are they gonna do on SmackDown? If they're feuding with a SmackDown guy, what are they, gonna, what are they doing on Raw? It's, it's kind of complicated. I don't my,
0: I think that's where the Intercontinental Championship becomes more important. Yeah,
1: but see, this is what this is what I would recommend. I would recommend one get the IC title, one gets the US title. The tag champs stay on one show. I can see your point with the women being exclusive to yeah, Raw. You don't want
0: two women's champions. Yeah. Uh,
1: that, that's, that's the rumor that they'll keep the women's title on. is going to be exclusive to Raw. Which, which I can see your point because they are established. I know they can go, but.
0: Yeah, eventually they get built up to a point where they can split. Yeah. But right now, I want to see them all in the same place where they can tell stories, maybe get two, maybe three segments a week now. Mm-hmm. Well, going forward. Uh, so I don't know. So you are in favor of two world championships, or you don't think they should have two?
1: It makes more sense for the show, because, like I said, one guy, like, say the, say the champions in a feud with the guy on Raw, what are they going to do on SmackDown? They're going to talk about the guy on Raw, because they're kind of two different entities.
0: Right. I, I think they could alternate it. The, the main reason that I feel this way about the world title is, it was one of the things that made it hard for me to get back into wrestling, when somebody would come out who was nobody. You know, two-time world champ or you know former world champion. I'm like,
1: really? Yeah, this guy was a world champion. Yeah, because the roster got so dwindled down, and they took less focus off SmackDown. But the thing is, you can't do that now. If you try, if you're moving SmackDown live, you have to make SmackDown feel important. And when when it first started, Lesnar went after Summerslam. Lesnar went to SmackDown. It was Lesnar, Angle, JBL. For the most part. And then Cena came and Cena went to Raw. And then they brought the world title over to SmackDown. And the WWE title went to Raw. And Batista had it for, the, for, most, of the, for most of the time. So you have big names and main event level of talent holding that championship. But you just have to keep it that way.
0: Yeah. So you watched more of that era than I did. Yeah. So I will take your word for it that they can do it the right way.
1: My fear mm-hmm. is the tag teams.
0: They be, don't need to do that. Because
1: the first time in 2002, they Vince broke up with the tag teams. And, and for everybody, but by, by the end of the year they all got back together which made no sense <laughs> he broke the Dullies up they got back together that Survivor Series he broke APA up they got back together it didn't make any sense yeah so that's my fear like with the emergence of, of, of Big Cass it's like what if Vince decides to send Big Cass by himself
0: that's been my worry for a few weeks now and now and now, now, now it's
1: a legit worry yeah so I'm, I'm hoping that the, tag t- <laughs> that the tag titles that could be on both shows but, even, but you do have enough tag teams to have two tag team titles.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have a couple down on the on the NXT roster now that probably could come up. Yeah. So there's no reason to start breaking up tag teams.
1: Yeah. And then you have tag teams that could be built up and be more serious. Like, people don't like, the, I don't know how you feel about the Ascension. The Ascension could be a thing. They're fine. Brizongo if, they if they stay where they are, <laughs> the Golden Truth. <laughs> Might give them a spot now. Might give them a spot. Well, a win. Yeah. But it's like, even throw two random guys together. That always works.
0: My last point on the One World Championship is if you are anointing someone as the guy, as Roman Reigns is, I think having him being available to both shows, I think that makes that title more important and it makes that guy like a greater sense of responsibility. Yeah, it makes the show important, too. It makes the show important and like him going, him holding that title for both shows, mm-hmm. the level of responsibility that he now has to take... Like There's more weight on your shoulders as the champion now if you're kind of carrying both shows mm-hmm. to an extent. Yeah. So I think it puts that guy in a position where a lot of us were tired of Cena. But if you say, well, Cena has to carry both shows, this is why he's put in the position he is, because he's the only one who can do this, I think it makes it make a lot more sense. They haven't given us much many details yet. Mm-hmm. We know there will be a draft. We don't know when. We don't really know a whole lot. We just know there will be separate rosters, a live show on Tuesday. They they could very easily mess the whole thing up, but I'm at least excited to see where it goes. Yeah. So with that being said, Raw last night. Some people may be mad at me for making this the top story, but John Cena returns. <laughs> but he is not why it is the top story. John Cena returns, does a lot of... Tribute to our troops and Memorial Day. Get some good USA chants going. He got cheered. He did get cheered. Says that he's now home. He's happy to be home. He also says, I have to question, do I belong here? While I was gone, a new era arrived. Basically, they all think, you know, eventually I'm going to go out to pasture. But the future has to go through me. And what is the next thing that happens? AJ Styles' music comes on. Crowd erupts. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles, for the first time in history, is standing in a ring face-to-face with John Cena. I thought it was awesome. You could tell that they both thought it was yeah. awesome. The crowd thought it was awesome. The AJ Styles, Let's Go Cena chants were great. And then I thought their interaction was even really good. Mm-hmm. AJ puts him over. Cena kind of accepts his handshake, and AJ says, I want to be one of the first to welcome you back. Gallows and Anderson, who had already wreaked havoc earlier in the night on the New Day, come out and say, basically, AJ, the old AJ Styles wouldn't do this. You're kissing John Cena's ass. We decided we would go separate ways. You see which way we're going. And then AJ turns on John Cena, and the club is apparently back together. How do you feel about this?
1: Well, at first, after the club beat down Cena, I just, I couldn't help but to shed a tear and say, oh, I want to AJ. <laughs> I I, I, I was like, oh god! And when Cena said, "What, what did he say?" I'm like, I, 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 I'm not going away. Of course, you got graves. You got graves to dig. Yeah. but <laughs> you're too I, busy digging yeah, graves. Yeah. To of course, go you're not away. going away. You have, you, have to dig, you have to dig these graves. But I thought the problem was fun. Was great. It, I like how, how Cena came back and addressed the new era. As far as Gallows and Anderson. I love what they did last night because I even came on the show a couple weeks ago, the last week or two weeks ago, probably saying they don't do anything. They don't mm-hmm. talk or nothing. They don't cut promos. They, uh, they essentially follow AJ around. They didn't do anything last night. They took they they made a statement from the beginning of the show.
0: They looked last night like they looked when they first came in. Like they yeah. were gonna, their fingerprints were all over the
1: show last yeah, night. Yeah, and when we when we when we found out that we, they were going to be coming, we thought, okay, th- there's big things in store for these guys. These guys are gonna be put with AJ or Ballard. They're gonna go out for the tag titles. They're gonna win the tag titles. But now that stuff happened in the first six weeks. Of the first week, first first six weeks, they've been in the company, but. They did what we knew, what we thought they would be doing. They made us a, a statement, and with AJ turn on him, turned on Cena, I didn't see that coming. I thought dude, we would get a tag match between the two, and or maybe Money in the Bank as Cena and AJ against Gallows and Anderson. But I didn't see that coming because AJ said, "I need you guys," which was a horrible promo. But last week, basically, was a turn, turn into a waste of time that we didn't need. That we didn't need. He's saying, "I don't need you guys," but he's back with them this week. Right? I like.
0: But I do have a thought on that. When you
1: finish your, point. I do like that. We didn't get an explanation last night because back to making SmackDown important, they make they are they right. making you watch. <laughs> yeah, they're making you watch to SmackDown to get the <laughs> to get the answer why AJ, AJ did that.
0: Yeah, so my my thought on that was AJ lost twice to Roman Reigns, then he lost to Kevin Owens on Raw after saying he didn't need them anymore. Stone Cold on his podcast was talking about you know this guy needs a win mm-hmm. right now because he's lost however many in a row. He needs to start winning matches. To me, and I don't know if this will be ever brought up. I don't know if they'll ever explicitly say this, but to me, it's like he went on a losing streak, and he realized, okay, maybe I do need these yeah. guys, and I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to get back up to the top. And yeah. if we take out John Cena, that puts me right back up to the yeah, top. Yeah, and
1: he had a lot of aggression, going back to the ring three, three times, times. Three times. I wish he gave him a Styles Clash, but he me didn't. Too. But he went out back to three times. She showed tons of aggression. To me, and
0: that, that that is why I think it was even a little better than him giving him the Styles Clash, because this was not him being a technical wrestler. This was not. him him, you know, using some move. This was him. I'm just gonna just beat this guy down.
1: Yeah, and he went back on his own will. Not Gals and Anderson. Yeah, they, they, back. they were pulling him off. They're pulling him, him back. Him. Yeah, <laughs> he went back by himself. Yeah, uh, I um, loved it. Uh, unlike <clears throat> the Roman stuff. Yeah, hey, Gals and Anderson were forcing out on Ro- forcing out on Asia against Roman, but see, the Cena stuff. Asia went. Asia did all, all that by himself. Yeah, and as he walked
0: out, he said, "I'm doing the world a favor. You're welcome, world. Thank you." So, <laughs> So there's two things I want to get to. First one is a listener question from the narcissist Ronald Lloyd. <laughs> I'm sure all the trolls will start. Why is AJ Styles being fed to Cena? He's not. It's a match that never was supposed to happen. And remember, Road Dog said that wins and losses do not matter. So how do you book it? I would think Cena would be willing to do the job. However, I see Vince siding with his poster boy. So, if you want a minute to think about it, my answer is the way I would book it, I would have AJ ulti- I would have maybe 3 matches over the course of 3 pay-per-views with AJ winning two. It- he may have to win both of them with the help of the club, but I'd have him win both. I don't want to see like the Wyatt family, he gets one win with a lot of help from the Wyatt family and loses the other two. I'd like to see AJ on top in this feud. And to me, that signals a new era. If somebody's going to and I think it makes the club important. And it doesn't make Cena look weak if he loses to the club.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree that to put emphasis on a new era, agent needs to win. And I mean, like, win. I mean, beat beat Cena clean. Because how many times, like, the Kevin Owens stuff. Kevin Owens beat Cena clean this, the first match of the elimination Chamber right. last year. Bray Wyatt stuff, he never got a pinfall victory. He won a steel cage. Cena, Cena doesn't always take these pinfall losses. In this situation, to put over the new era, since you're putting emphasis on the new era... AJ Styles needs to come out, with come out not win a match in the rivalry, he needs to win the rivalry.
0: Um, I do agree with the narcissist Ronald Lloyd on the point that even if AJ loses this feud, this is not him being fed to John Cena. Because even though he lost two matches to Roman, I think he came out of that feud looking better than he did before. I think he put on unbelievable matches with that guy. I think his character grew. I think the story he's about to get into now is like the natural evolution of that story, and I think him being in the ring with John Cena is going to do the same thing. Yeah, that also, it also
1: elevates him too. Well. And the matches are going to be fantastic, no yeah. doubt. And I'm glad they turned to AJ heel because for, for for weeks Finn Troller, yeah. he's been trolling <laughs> us for months, and apparently that's not, apparently that's not going to be a thing anymore. But they need heels. AJ's a great heel from his TNA days. Yeah, I know you didn't watch, but he's a great heel. And they need well, he was a great
0: back. heel in New Japan.
1: Yeah, yeah. They need heels. They only have four heels. Yeah, have... That
0: I was watching.
1: Oh, okay. The, the,
0: the previous year of yeah. New Japan. And he <laughs> was awesome. Yeah.
1: And they needed heels. They only have four, have what, three or four heels? Now they have a top heel in AJ right now.
0: Yeah. So the last point I want to make on this story before we move on. AJ Styles is supposed to be a fan favorite, right? It's good that he was getting booed during this segment, but why are what chants breaking out when AJ Styles is trying to talk to John Cena? <laughs> Why? Why? The what chant. Stone Cold Steve Austin's not there anymore. It should not be a thing.
1: 14 years later.
0: <laughs> it especially should not be a thing to people you're supposed to like as a crowd. It's, disre- it's disrespectful to the person that's trying to talk on the microphone. So don't go on... I don't want to bash the IWC. Because we're all on the internet. We're all part of the wrestling community. That's all of us. But that segment of fans... Don't complain that oh this guy doesn't win. This guy should be winning. This guy and then you, you do the what chant when he's in your mm-hmm. city. Don't do it. Just stop.
1: Well, speaking of Cena, we had a question from a viewer from Pakistan named Muhammad. He says, "With the return of Cena, do you think he'll get the Rusev in the U.S. title?" I don't think so because now him and AJ seems to be a thing.
0: I agree. That was. I think I might have even said it last week or two weeks ago. When we had a question, what would you do with Cena when he comes back? I said I would have Rusev win the U.S. Championship and have Cena come and take it back from him. And at least for a little while, do the U.S. Open Challenge again.
1: Well, when Rusev when cut his America promo, <laughs> I rolled the eyes at the back of my head. I was
0: like, oh my <laughs> Here God, we go he's <laughs> coming. I thought the same thing. But I think now, in light of what happened with AJ Styles, I do not think... At least for the time being, I don't think we see John Cena anywhere near Rusev for the U.S. title. Although, it could have been fun if they did it, because I thought it was fun the first time. And it led to a lot of great matches over the course of eight or nine months when he had that title. So, Mohamed Saad from Karachi, Pakistan, thank you very much for the question. We appreciate it. That's the only question we have, Cena related, right? We had two? I think that was it. Okay. So... What should be the biggest story and maybe has a right to be, although they did not make it look that way last night. Roman Reigns, your World Heavyweight Champion, in his budding feud with Seth Rollins. I think this was kind of a polarizing segment last night. I think some people loved it and some people hated it. It seems like you did not like it too much. It didn't land. Roman says you can't be the man if you're running from the guy. Challenges Roman to come out. I love that Roman does not come out the moment his music hits. I love that there's that, like, (laughs) 20-second... Just pause before he comes out, that he just lets the music play. Walks down to the ring, backs out, picks up the microphone, drops it, goes back up to the ring, backs out again, picks up the microphone, drops it again, leaves, runs down to the ring, before he backs out, comes back down again, and is laughing at Roman. So, to you, it didn't land. To me, I thought... I loved it. One, it could just be that I'm just so happy to see him back on Raw. We haven't really seen him, you know, it's the second time in however many months it's been but I think Seth as the architect the guy who's supposed to be so smart the guy who put the shield together the guy who decided to leave them for a better opportunity I think they really got the point home of he's trying to get into Roman's head it wasn't cuz this wasn't scared Seth running mm-hmm. away. Which was also great. Like when Brock Lesnar would come out and he would run into the oh. crowd and take off. That was funny in a different way. This was just you want to fight me. I'm not going to let you right now. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll get to do that when I say you get to do it. And the laughing at him at the end is what really sold it to me. I think it's also a way I think they know the crowd does not want to boo Seth. Yeah and I think it's a good way to keep some heat on him yeah. in front of a crowd that wants to cheer him. Yeah. It didn't get Roman any cheers, but it keeps Seth as a guy that you just don't like. Yeah. So it didn't land. What was there anything you did like about it?
1: I like I like how Seth did retreat back and forth because like you said, he was cuz he knows every place he goes is going to be a hero's welcome and he has to get his heat back somehow. And that's the way you get your heat back by running away from the avoiding a conversation everybody wants to see. I did enjoy that part, but Overall, I think he did. It lasted a little too long for me. That was my thing. Another problem I had with it is, I understand Roman may not be a great talker, and this and that. But for a couple months now, since probably since after WrestleMania, it might not be every Raw, but there's plenty of few Raws where he's only in one or two segments. And this was one of those nights. He only had one segment for the world title, and you didn't even see Seth Rollins. Yeah. Maybe if Seth, if Seth Rollins explained himself maybe a bit more, a bit, maybe I would have had a different outlook on it, but by not having any more than watch claiming for the world title it soured me on on that just promo if there was something else I would feel different about it
0: so the reason why and this may be where we differ it's similar to something you said I think I said I didn't like the three week build to the Mm -hmm. between pay per views because it doesn't give you enough time to really do anything and you guys I think you and Joe both might have made the point that it's mostly all rematches Mm -hmm. you don't need to tell those stories anymore and I was like oh you know what that's a good point (laughs) <laughs> um, I think with this this story has been told because this match was supposed to happen at Survivor Series mm-hmm. so they, they built to this story already and it didn't get to happen so now Seth coming back attacking, I think that they are I think they're like holding off on one, they don't want them to touch, I don't think mm-hmm. and I think it's a case of, we already know why these guys don't like each other they don't really need to talk too much about it. I think we will get more talking, you know, before Money in the Bank.
1: What I did like was when Roman turned his back and his music played. Seth tried to get up, it yeah. get, get in the ring. <laughs> I did like that. That also made it made it bored for me, but I do think it was a little too long.
0: And to me, it was just like Seth just like poking him over yeah. and over. Yeah, yeah. He, when he
1: left the ring, he's, he, he he smiled. He's like, yeah, yeah. he smiled. <laughs> so I get that, I get it, but I think it was a little too long. It just didn't land all the way for me. So
0: you think that they need to. To ramp it up a little bit.
1: Yeah, for the he's a world champion. You got to have you have more seg- more segments for other other things, but for your world title, when you only put a one one segment for it. They've been doing that for for a couple months now. They need, they need to put more emphasis on like a world t- world champion.
0: Yeah, that kind of something I wrote about a couple months ago after I mean, yeah it was after WrestleMania that I felt like he was being hidden almost like yeah he's our champion. But we we'll are just kind of hide him a little bit. Like, we'll put him in the middle of the show somewhere. Mm-hmm. We'll put him in a five-minute segment here, yeah. and that's it. He's not getting exposed. Or maybe they feel like, yeah, he's overexposed. So maybe we'll pull the reins back a little yeah, but
1: bit. Two, but two, two more segments, though? It could even be a backstage promo. That's all it has to be. Yeah, they could have talked to one of them.
0: Yeah, it, it didn't even
1: have to be management. Roman. It could have been Seth. Seth could have went, went and tried to talk to Shane and Stephanie or something like that. Or talk to, talk to Renee or JoJo. That's all he had to do.
0: True. Do you think maybe we see something with them on SmackDown? Yes, one of the two?
1: I, I think so, since they're trying to make SmackDown important.
0: Okay. So the next story, we have the, the competitors in the Money in the Bank ladder match. They had a six-man tag last night. We had one promo with Sami Zayn, <laughs> Dean Ambrose, and Cesaro, where Sami's trying to very seriously explain to these two, <laughs> He's one, not to trust Kevin Owens.
1: Uh-huh.
0: As if anybody does trust Kevin Owens. Then... He, Dean Ambrose says he's Canadian. Yeah, don't trust Chris Jericho either. He's also Canadian. And then Sami Zayn saying, "You guys do know I'm Canadian, right?" And <laughs> Seth says, or Dean says that that explains a lot. <laughs> and then Seth is left looking at himself, like, "What does that explain?" <laughs> Trying to figure it out.
1: Owens is better though. He, well,
0: <laughs> we had a promo with Owens, Del Rio, and Jericho. I loved how upset Owens was <laughs> that Jericho doesn't like him.
1: I feel, and I, I even had bugged, a good thing going. I called you I, a goat. You called me a
0: donkey. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? He said you're you're a donkey's ad or donkey's ass or something. Yeah. whatever he said. I can't remember. But I loved it when he said that. He's like you don't like me. He got so <laughs> upset. And then Jared goes, Hey, you're starting to bug me. Like, and he's starting <laughs> to bug him. Like, yeah, we I might have thought you were okay at one time, but hey, you're starting to bug me. I thought that was hysterical. The match was really good too. Yeah. Good match. I loved the finish. The finish was crazy, yeah. with just like signature move after yeah. signature move mm-hmm. after signature move. I loved Owens doing the cheap tag on Jericho yeah. after the code breaker, and then doesn't get the pin. He's like, it's your move. Did yeah. <laughs> yeah, they even say it's your stupid move? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. It's like it's your move. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Great stupid idiot chant that broke that's, out a few times. That's new. It is new. I never heard it before. But I thought it was a good match. I think that this, I think this Money in the Bank match is going to be really good. It is. There is still a seven spot, right?
1: I'm not they sure. Did like, not, they
0: did not change their mind and decide it was only going to be. I'm six. not
1: sure because on the I could have sworn the graphic. It might have been the raw graphic, but I could have sworn that blank spot was taken out. It might have just been for the six. It might have been the six man tag graphic.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure either. Okay, but I was like, well, I know there was seven spots Yeah, originally. originally yeah. Don't you can't just take one away, you know, midstream. Even if you just have to, even if it's a, you know, maybe it was for Bray Wyatt, and maybe they know, okay, he won't be back. Mm-hmm. Just throw somebody else in there. Don't say it's seven and then take it away. Mm-hmm. But they think we don't remember stuff or yeah. pay attention to stuff. This match is going to be great, though. Yeah. I'm looking forward to I am it too. And I think uh, your boy Vince Russo <laughs> always complains about Owens and Sami Zayn not selling,
1: being tumblers.
0: If anything. Sami Zayn is guilty of, it's overselling sometimes. Yeah, Like, sometimes he's borderline ridiculous. When he was going in for the hot tag last night and he was flailing all over the ring, mm-hmm. I'm watching it like, alright, it's a little too much. <laughs> so to me, that was not underselling or no-selling. That was ridiculously, that's like HBK against Hogan, overselling. <laughs> Although maybe not as mean-spirited. <laughs> Early prediction, just what's your thought? Who do you think will walk away with the Money in the Bank briefcase?
1: Well, they usually put it on a heel. I would say Ambrose because they have this whole Rollins and, a- and Reigns thing going, but my pick is Kevin Owens because they, they tend to, typically like to put it on a heel.
0: That's who I think too. Do you think there's any chance that whoever wins it shows up during the main event of Money in the Bank? Not saying they cash in, but do you think they factor in in some way, shape? Or if, it's
1: Owens, yes, it <laughs> if it's Kevin Owens, I wouldn't put it past him. If it's Kevin Owens, I would have put it past him. That's happened one time in cashing the same night and one. That's happened once, but if Kevin Owens wins, I wouldn't be shocked.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. That's kind of what I'm hoping happens. Not that he wins it, but I'm hoping he at least, you know, weasels his way into making yeah. an attempt. I think it's very fitting of him. Tag teams, New Day obviously opened the show with Shane and Steph. Paranoid about the brand extension. Kofi says he's New Era through and through. <laughs> Big e says, we all know you've been here for a good decade. And what did Woods say? I missed that part. You were my favorite in middle school. (laughs) (laughs) Just hammering home that Kofi is in no way, shape, or form the new era. (laughs) They're paranoid they're going to be split up. Stephanie and Shane obviously gave them no answers. I
1: loved how New Day asked all the questions that we needed to know.
0: Yeah, but we still got nothing. Yeah. I loved their parody of dodgeball when they said (laughs) that Stephanie was dodging the questions. (laughs) What did you think of Shane in the dance challenge?
1: Uh, I think you got better dance moves.
0: <laughs> I, I think I do, too. I was Michael Jackson once in an 8th grade talent show. I think I am a little better than... than the
1: villains took me. away my Stephanie dance.
0: Yeah, they did. I thought we would at least get to see a couple seconds. Yeah. But I guess that shows you. She really didn't want to do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but we still got babyface Steph. I don't know how for how much longer, but she is legitimately a baby face. Uh-huh. Yeah, the villains come out and interrupt... Gallows and Anderson, as we mentioned, come out and attack the New Day. So they have now made their imprint on the tag team division. I don't know if they're going to have a match at Money in the Bank. I think it makes sense to give it to them.
1: Yeah, well, we had a question about that from um, Donovan, the lowdown Lloyd. No relation. <laughs> no
0: relation. He yes. want to
1: know, He want to know. Um, do we think Gallows and Anderson, well, when do you think Gallows and Anderson are going to win the tag titles?
0: When do I think? The New Day have held on to those titles for a long time. They're, it's they're, getting really close to a year.
1: Yeah, they, they're close. They're closing in on London and Kendrick for the longest reign.
0: I feel like they're still super popular, but I don't think they're a team that needs those titles anymore. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say Money in the Bank, Allison Anderson become the tag team champs.
1: Yeah, I agree. Money <laughs> in the Bank Money in the bank to get the tag titles and AJ beat Cena.
0: So there's a big night for the club Yeah, Money in the Bank. Yeah. I would not mind seeing that. I think that would be a lot I of fun. I wouldn't either. Enzo and Cass had a match with the Dudleys. I loved Enzo's line about, since we're in Green Bay, we'll keep it G. What did he say? G like the Packers helmet? Yeah. Which stands for gangsta, I believe he said. (laughs) So they managed to put over cheese.
1: Mozzarella, I don't. Swiss. I don't. Blue cheese. I don't.
0: Nine different <laughs> types of cheddar, I thought was great. I believe it was sharp cheddar, mild cheddar, aged cheddar, white cheddar. There was one other type of cheddar that I don't remember. How you, <laughs> how you doing? I thought that was awesome. The crowd loved it. So I've never I don't know if I don't know if you have. You've paid more attention in the last seven years than I have. Have you ever seen anyone put over cheese the way Enzo Cast it? No. <laughs> All right, good. So I was I was not off on that, but another impressive performance from Enzo and Cass went over the Dudleys once again. I'm assuming this is going to be a match on Money at Money in the Bank too. I hope not.
1: I want going to be over. Like
0: I don't I don't think it's about to be over. The
1: few they lost some, due to Angel's injury, they lost steam. So the importance of it's kind of dwindled down, and you have Big Cass just destroyed the Dudleys by himself every week.
0: Right. You mentioned earlier, Breezango mm-hmm. got their first L.
1: I love how JBL buried Golden Usos? Truth.
0: Yeah, well, I have to say right off the bat, anytime Truth calls Byron Saxton coach, uh,
1: I, it, I,
0: hysterical. it was hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> like just he just hey coach.
1: Yeah, I thought about Eric because he makes he calls the black guys <laughs> yeah. on black guy cousins, and I just thought about I was like I was like wait Truth's black so he's. Who
0: all have you been known as to Eric Trembicki?
1: Every black person. <laughs> Every
0: black man to ever have you ever been? You never been called Ahmed Johnson in my presence. Oh God, he was terrible. <laughs> so maybe that's a compliment then that you never had to be Ahmed. Nope. Or Coco Beware.
1: Nope.
0: He's in the Hall of Fame. He is. Is wait, is he? <laughs> yeah. Coco? Yeah. I did not know that. When did he go in?
1: I don't remember, but he's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs>
0: I didn't think the USO should have beat Breezango.
1: No, I didn't either. I didn't agree with it. I just didn't see
0: any point to having them lose. Maybe the fact that Fandango called the Golden Truth molten poop. <laughs> Maybe they decided to lose. They, they deserved to lose for that line.
1: I love how Tyler Breeze called them the Usos. The Usos. <laughs> the <Isos. laughs>
0: and then he said, yeah, witty and good looking. What a <laughs> great combination. But they lost. And then the Golden Truth actually got one over on Breezango.
1: I just wanted it to be over. So I, I, I can't take it anymore.
0: I said that two weeks ago. But again, it does not look like it's anywhere near being over.
1: Probably got a remix song and everything. <laughs> yeah. I can't take it anymore.
0: Yeah, it's it's we're going we're going to have that for a little while. Mm-hmm. My guess is at least through the next pay-per-view, if not longer. Yeah. I don't see if they they spent so much time on it already. Yeah. It the took whole them, year. it took them what, 5 months to get together? Yeah. 6 months? So yeah, they're going to be together for at least another couple months, I think. They may even get a run with the the penny belts.
1: Don't 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 <laughs> wash that upon me. <laughs>
0: The women did not get much time last night. We had the vignette of the Charlotte and Ric Flair situation with everybody on the roster basically saying what a jerk Charlotte is. One, everyone quickly forgot that Ric Flair was cheating on her behalf for (laughs) months and months and months. Yeah, It's not like he had betrayed her in some way. He was just as much of a heel as she was. Stephanie, in the backstage segment that was taped earlier, goes off on Charlotte. But just a week or two ago, she slapped Rick
1: Mm -hmm.
0: while they were in the ring.
1: During that segment, I I don't know about you, but I was like, I'll be excited to see Charlotte versus Stephanie.
0: This goes back to what our good friend Joe Lafferty called (laughs) about three weeks ago.
1: I would love to see that.
0: That they're hyping a Stephanie McMahon-Charlotte showdown.
1: I would love to see that.
0: In lieu of Sasha Banks and Charlotte...
1: Well, Stephanie's—it's just new, something new. We've seen Sasha, and like with Stephanie Russell, that we
0: haven't seen Sasha in a while. Right? Is that, well, she she
1: was, doing, she was doing she was doing she was there in tribute on the stage. Yeah. So we did find her this week. You're she, right. she was in ring gear, so she's probably on Superstars.
0: Oh, you think, or do you think she may be on Main Event?
1: No, Main Events records on SmackDown. Okay. Tape, so she might have been on. So Superstar. we don't know yet. I now, got you. But I like the package because. People forgot who Ric Flair is, but they were saying, they was basically talking about how Charlotte was always in Rick's shadow. I
0: liked it, and I, thought it was, I think it's important because those things always, like we talked about this the lead up for the uh, Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania. They did those things with the former wrestlers <laughs> talking about Shane and the Undertaker. It builds the thing up so much. And I think you give that to Charlotte, it continues to build her up to something else.
1: Yeah, they, they had sympathy for Rick, but they also were saying that Charlotte, she's trying to get out of Rick's shadow. So they basically the heels understood, the baby the baby faces didn't, typically. You situation. know, I'm
0: not the biggest Ziggler fan, but I liked what he said during it. He mentioned she had tears in her eyes, but you could yeah. tell like she meant what she was saying. Yeah. She felt it, and she's out to prove something. Yeah,
1: and like I said last week, it was, it was still a shoot, no matter mm-hmm. what. It, no matter how you look at it, it's still a shoot, because it's all the truth.
0: Yeah. That's why I thought it was so great, because mm-hmm. you could tell there was a lot in there that was real. That was a very attitude era promo. You take your real life and then you turn it up to 15. Yeah. She has a Natty has a match with Dana Brooke. If that's what you want to call it. Yeah, well, yeah. She had an appearance with Dana <laughs> this Brooke. This segment's longer than that match. <laughs> yeah, the match was what 45 seconds <laughs> Probably. long. Probably. Another stupid distraction finish. At least. It wasn't a roll-up of a distraction. It was a finisher.
1: A Michinoku driver? Version of the Michinoku driver.
0: Yeah. See, I don't think that's a Michinoku driver, though.
1: It's not a Death Valley driver. It's a combination of a Michinoku driver. Because
0: she did it forever in NXT, and I never remember anybody landing anyway but flat on their back Mm -hmm. when she did it in NXT. Last night, it did look like I thought she botched it a little bit, but maybe they they tweaked it, or maybe that's how it's supposed to look. Speaking
1: of botching, Mm -hmm. how do you think she's been so far in WWE, Dana Brooke? A little sloppy.
0: I feel like she looks. You, th- she done We talked about Baron Corbin how he f- looks like he fits better on the main roster. I feel like she looked great in NXT. I feel like they should have let her do a few NXT shows mm-hmm. before bringing her up. Yeah, because she didn't work for how long, and now you got her on the main roster. I feel like she looks like she's rushing, and she um, not nervous, but she's not. She's just not clean. Yeah. And there's a lot of times I've noticed it, you know, even whether she's on offense or somebody's putting offense on her, it just doesn't quite look right. Mm-hmm. So I think she looked better in NXT than she looks now, mm-hmm. and her strength was on being on the microphone, oh. and they're not. She's not hasn't been doing it lately.
1: I don't agree with that. No, <laughs> no I, really. I feel like
0: I haven't really heard her much.
1: Uh, I don't agree with her voice on the oh. her voice on the mic.
0: See, but she, you're supposed to not like her. <laughs> And she does a very good job of making you dislike her. Yeah.
1: Well, I feel the same way you did. Like, that injury from that takeover respect against Asuka, it took, like, that's a lot. She lost a lot of time. That was in October. Mm-hmm. She just got back in the ring probably a month or two ago. And
0: she was still relatively new Yeah, at she was that still time.
1: new at the time. And she missed so much time in the matches. Like, she, even her match with Paige, Paige carried her. Her match with Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch carried, carried her. Even the match with Natty, it was, like, her work's been real sloppy. But that time in NXT... Missing all that time, they really killed her. And now with Charlotte, it's just since Emma got hurt, and now she's with Charlotte, kind of makes it seem like she's just somebody sidekick the whole time. I yeah. don't really like that. Like Maybe she better. has, she has to be with somebody. Emma made sense because basically Dana Brooke and Emma, they were like really a team. They came together. Yeah, they were own. equals. It's yeah, not like yeah, she was
0: tagging along with Emma. Yeah, but
1: were... now she's just tagging along with Charlotte because she's the women's champion.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think she looked a lot better in NXT than she's looked since she's gotten up yeah, to the main roster. Yeah, which think, is a shame. Yeah. Because it's not all her fault. And I'm sure she... A little extra work wouldn't have hurt her before they brought her up. Yeah. And and now it, she's getting exposed a little bit, which is unfortunate.
1: Yeah, and she was supposed to be with Emma at the time. So her and Emma, they have the chemistry. Mm-hmm. To, so I'm pretty sure they would have been in tag matches. Because we had Becky come down on Raw last night. So I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be Emma's spot as well. Even before before the injury. So... Emma was was it basically there to protect her, and Dana could have been very protected in those tag matches.
0: Yes, Becky comes out, makes the save with Natty, so Becky's still in the picture with Charlotte. Do we ever see Sasha Banks on on Raw again?
1: Well, she's clear from that concussion. So, uh, but
0: I mean, she said that she she said we, as we mentioned in her interview but on that's WWE. That's WWE. in July. Com,
1: we we got to see her. Uh, you'd think. I'm just hoping, like I think this tag match is going to be a thing at Money in the Bank. Sure, I don't think Charlotte may even defend the title and Money in the Bank. And I just want Sasha to come down and just destroy them. All, all four of them.
0: That would be the way to do it. Yeah. It, it'd be a mistake not to do it
1: that Yeah, because I mentioned that a few weeks ago. Have Sasha just destroy everybody.
0: I think that's the best thing that they could do. Especially, you've, got, you've had her off TV for so long. And you'd think WWE would know this better than anyone because they always kind of talk down to the NXT audience. Mm-hmm. Oh well that's a certain type of fan You know we can't do what we do on NXT On Raw because You're a certain type of fan But then when NXT talent comes to Raw They treat it as if everybody knows who they are from NXT And it's not true And they tell us that but then they forget Or they just don't care enough But she's somebody who would benefit from Getting to do The stuff she did in NXT On the main roster Yeah. Not just assume everybody knows what she did in NXT yeah, she was the boss at NXT because she earned it. Mm-hmm. Now it's like she just came up there, and it's now just like something she calls herself.
1: Yeah, and she cries every time you see her. That's <laughs> what you see.
0: Yeah, I, I'm ready for them to to let her show who she is, what she's about. Yeah,
1: because they don't know. Like I know, true. I know Hunter knows, like first name basis. I know, I know Hunter knows. <laughs> <but> if anybody <laughs> would be, it would be. Man. I know Hunter knows, but it's all about Vince because he probably has possibly. Argu- well, arguably probably the greatest the, per- the woman that can go down as the best women's wrestler of all time With the t- as a total package and you have to let her do these things because when it's all said and done she's not going to be remembered for her NXT stuff her- the NXT stuff is kind of like the indie stuff, will be known as indie stuff she's going to be remembered yeah, she,
0: has- and- she has like a cult following because yeah. of what she did at NXT yeah.
1: she's going to be remembered from her WWE stuff and that's, gonna- and that's what's going to make a break her Cause we know what she can do. We saw it on, We saw it for years, but now it's up to WWE to let her branch out and show, be the boss.
0: Man, she's not getting to do that now that I've reached peak sadness <laughs> on the show. Intercontinental Championship looks like it's going to be not off TV entirely because I believe the Miz said. You will see me every week. I like
1: I like that because filming. because remember I text you guys mm-hmm. I thought he would drop the title because he was filming the Marine Five and movie takes maybe those movies usually take about a month a month and a half yeah but he didn't drop something it
0: today about six weeks yeah so and I liked that he had it he held it up mm-hmm. he said that uh, this is what you want your champion to be like always in demand <laughs> great job of putting himself over yeah and putting the idea of being the Intercontinental Champion over Mar- and even a great touch with having Maurice. <laughs> Introduce him on a... You she know, is a so bad segment. at words. She is. The, yeah, the French... <laughs> My husband! <laughs> Kevin Owens has done an incredible job of overcoming the French-Canadian accent. You uh-huh. hear it so faintly yeah. that if you didn't know, you probably would never pick up on it. She is full-fledged French-Canadian accent. Mm-hmm. And it is it is a pretty rough sometimes. Mm-hmm. But do you think now... We'll ever see The Miz with the Intercontinental Championship on Raw again, or does he just go straight to SmackDown when he's done with this?
1: Well, I'm hoping that probably by before at least a week before have him back on TV. And then maybe have him defend it. And if he wins he goes that he goes to that show, or if he whoever, whoever he loses to goes to that goes to the other show. One way or another, he'll be back before before the extension. So it's
0: not a lock that he's the intercontinental champion. No, I don't when, think so. When the live
1: Smackdown I don't think so. Star.
0: You don't think it's a lock, or you don't think he will be the champion? I don't think it's a lock. Okay, because I don't know. They they may keep it on him for a little while, but
1: well, he's he he's not their top heel, but he gets the most heel heat. Yeah, he's
0: one of the top heels.
1: No, he's a top heel, but he's their most hated heel.
0: Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, because Kevin Owens is, is beloved, and now that Kevin Owens came up, I meant to bring this up earlier. Did you by any chance see the clip of him from the House Show? When he said he walked down to the ring and said, "My goal oh, is to get, is everybody to get so this you... crowd to do a USA yeah. chant with two Canadians in the yeah, ring," so, <laughs> and then they cut to a clip. I did it. Ten minutes later, I did it, and they're all chanting USA. That was unbelievable. That and that's why and that's why he's the chant. To to paraphrase him, United States title. Rusev crushed Zack Ryder last night. Titus O'Neil came down and landed a big right hand on him. In a cut a horrible promo. Horrible promo. Do you think this? Do you think Titus Young this gets the th- US title? Yeah, that's the thing. But do you think he gets to hold the title, no. or do you think he just is the next guy to lose? to remember? Just got to lose. All right, that's what I was hoping. Remember, I like,
1: remember I when Zack Ryder was, out, was yeah. the Intercontinental Champion?
0: I do remember that for I, a hot second. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> for a hot second in Texas, he he, did, he didn't make it out of Texas nope. with that belt. <laughs> did you notice Lana's accent went away for a little? I, I did. I did. I <laughs> did. I couldn't believe. I was like, wait a minute. Is she just American? I I though? That. And I was like, is she mocking Americans by doing an American I mean, accent?
1: I, I wonder if it's going, I wonder if she she's gonna to have to do it on Total Divas because she's gonna be on Total Divas now. Oh, uh, that's true.
0: I didn't even think so. Maybe they're gonna slowly. I don't know. <laughs> slowly take it away.
1: I can't wait because Russo's gonna be on there. Yeah, I know. I he's cannot great. wait. He's he's awesome. He is awesome. <laughs> Apollo
0: Cruz had a backstage segment with The Big Show.
1: Did you spell The Big Show heel turn?
0: No, and but the main reason why is. When the big show was on with Austin. It wasn't the one he did on the network. I mean, they did the second one.
1: No, it was a network. Was it? Yeah.
0: Okay, I thought he it did. Was, it re- was re- about why
1: he turns face and heel back and forth. He it said, was a network Yeah, one. he
0: said, that's my job is to help these young kids. And he's like, a lot of people don't realize that. He's like, I would like to stay one, you know, one or the other, but they use me for these reasons. So I kind of knew he was there to kind of help elevate Apollo a little bit. And while it was not a particularly great performance for Apollo... It at least solidified what, who he is and what he's supposed to represent right It now. did? I of thought a new saying, era? Yeah, I, th- I thought, and he's saying he thinks you're going to back down from him, he's a bully. You know, the question is, are you? And now it gives Apollo something to prove. As opposed to just like, I'm here, I'm smiling. I think it's like, this is what your role is for right now. An underdog? Well, somebody who has to, to fight for his spot. That's okay. what I think.
1: I can take that, but it's yeah. not a long term character. Long-term it's not, character.
0: but it's it's better than just hey, this guy's name is Apollo Cruz, and now he's in the ring. It's it's something at least. Mm-hmm. It might be very small, but it's more than what he had before that. The other thing is, again, I said it already. I'm not the biggest Ziggler fan in the world. I don't think he should be a baby face. Why I think he I be. think as a baby face, he just comes off as incredibly corny and phony. As a heel, just based on his look alone, it just suits him. The whole technical wrestling match thing annoyed me, came but the,
1: came with the Kent State. I,
0: he while well, I was just like rolling my eyes. I did too. I was
1: like, oh god, he has a head guard.
0: And he put yeah, he puts the mouth guard, and then when he kicked him in the balls, I, I was said. almost on the floor. <laughs> I loved it because. I mean, he went to the lengths of saying you can't compete with me in a wrestling match, and Corbin is like scoffing at him, like, "Why would I even want to have a wrest? Who wants to see us in a wrestling match?" Mm-hmm. And he builds up this whole thing about the technical wrestling match, headgear, mouth guard, and then just kicks him in the balls and walks away. <laughs> it I, it could mic. not
1: have been more perfect. <laughs> it takes the mic and says, "The loser is still Baron <laughs> yeah, Corbin."
0: <laughs> yeah, Dolph Ziggler has been disqualified, but the loser is still Baron Corbin. That's the best thing I've seen Ziggler do in. Two years I
1: think. Yeah, because what well, they missed they dropped the ball on his popularity because all these indies guys came in. You, you now you throw Ziggler in with these Indies guys, that takes away Ziggler's reaction. Ziggler is a WWE product guy. He came up for their system, but so when he was over, it's because he was like one of the better workers. Now he's not. And they drop. and the thing is they they give him these scripted promos, but if you are on WWE.com at, he's awesome. He's a, he's a comedian, he could talk. But they give, but they continue to give him these horrible promos that make no sense. They're, they're, they're too they're too, they're too jokey. Turn him heel already.
0: Do you think it ever happens?
1: I hope when they, I hope when the brand brand, brand splits, he turns <laughs> heel. Cause I, I can't take it anymore. It's like you you have this guy Babyface doing all this jokey stuff. It's, no no. Yeah. He's been Babyface for three years now. It's forced. Yes, yeah, too forced. It's three years now he's been face.
0: Like, Cena, I think a lot of what he says is corny and gets on my nerves, but at least it comes across as genuine. Yeah. When Ziggler does it, it's just, I just roll my... It's cringeworthy because it's just so, like, disingenuous is yeah. the way I feel. On
1: WWE.com, his promos are, are real and they're passionate. The stuff he, they gave him they do on TV is not.
0: But, but what he did last night, like I said, best was awesome. I've seen him do it in two years. <laughs> I loved it. it. It couldn't have been the setup the fact that it set up for an entire week that this was going to happen this technical wrestling match the you know the stagecraft he does with the the wrestling gear and then it it just was could not have been pulled off any more perfectly we're going to move on to NXT what did you think of NXT last week
1: it wasn't that bad it was a one of the better ones we've had in a while
0: it is i actually i think I, i've always loved NXT since i started watching it at the end of 2014 i believe um Loved it. Thought it was great. The takeovers are always incredible. Mm-hmm. But and I think when I talked to people about it, I was raving about how good it was. I don't think it was till we started doing this show and having to talk about it that I was like, not a whole lot actually happens. It's yeah. not that I don't enjoy it. It's like at one one episode a month. Yeah, everything happens. I still enjoy it. Like it's fun to watch for that hour or fifty two minutes, whatever it typically ends up being. But I I always get to, I watch it, I take notes, I'm like, huh, nothing really happened. I have fun watching it, but there's Mm -hmm. not really too much to talk about. Yeah. This was actually a more eventful show than usual. Mm -hmm. Your boy, uh, Johnny Wrestling, (laughs) in his tag team with uh, Tommaso Ciampa, had a big win over some newcomers, TM61.
1: The Mighty Don't Kneel. Yes, from New Japan. They're awesome.
0: That was a good match. I loved it. Crowd loved it, too.
1: I'm glad they, I'm glad they got the in because they need tag teams. They only have well, Blake and Murphy are gone, so they only have what American Alpha, Gargano Champa, Revival, and that's it. And now, don't O'Neill. That's it. Blake and Murphy are gone.
0: Are those guys signed? Like they're officially yeah. mm-hmm. they're WWE signed. property yeah, they're now? It. Yeah, that's good to know. A lot of promise there. I had, I had heard of them. I had never watched them work before. I thought it was a good match. Yeah, it was good. Enjoyed it. Austin Aries cuts a promo says, basically, I don't want to be the best because when, you, when you're the best, you're only the best until someone better comes along. My thing was always to be great because once you achieve greatness, nobody could ever take it away. And then who comes down to... Shinsuke spoil the Nakamura. Party? And he says, the NXT championship is not going to go to greatness. It's going to come to the king of strong style. I loved when he started speaking in Japanese. <laughs> and... Then apologized for it, and he said, you don't understand Japanese or whatever, and Harry said, I don't understand you, and he said, me too. I thought that was great. Even though he does not have, he's got, you know, the very thick Japanese accent, he pulls off the promo, mm-hmm. Regal comes out, says you guys were great tag team partners, and then puts them in a match together on June 8th at Over The End. Mm-hmm. Some people think it being called the end means it's the end of the NXT brand.
1: Yeah, and they're still selling tickets for <laughs> it. Take that, dirt sheets.
0: <laughs> well, the tickets haven't even gone on sale yet. That's the most ridiculous part. People said, oh, the tickets for NXT TakeOver Brooklyn are off of Ticketmaster. They never showed up. They were never on there. <laughs> it has not been officially listed yet.
1: Trust me, I would know. <laughs>
0: So that is why it is not the end of NXT. There will be an NXT Takeover Brooklyn SummerSlam
1: A- NXT live events. Yes, in two weeks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stupid. So that's going to be an awesome match. I can't date. wait for that. I think it's going to be great too. Aries, I told you when he first came in, I was like, eh, just another wrestler, but he's growing on me as the time goes by.
1: Did you get your apology? Thank
0: you. <laughs> Austin Aries, you may be the greatest man who ever lived, but you are not a perfect 20. There's only one, and it is me. You go on TV every Wednesday as if nothing ever happened, as if you have done nothing wrong. You have. You've offended me deeply. I still expect an apology. I expect before your match at TakeOver The End that you will give me an apology for stealing my nickname Or else it will be the end for you. How you (laughs) doing? We got a quick American Alpha segment in the back. Cut a little bit of a promo on the revival. They're the toughest test we've ever had. They like to fight. But this isn't a boxing ring, this is wrestling, and there's basically no two greater wrestlers than us.
1: Jordan was good. Very good.
0: They are Ready, Willing, and Gable, and I always so love... So sick. <laughs> I was just going to say, I always love when he says it. So sick. <laughs> that, that never gets old to me, when he does. says it. <laughs> but that's going to be another good match, too. It is. No Way Jose, another enhancement match for him, and he got Tom Phillips and Graves. Corey Graves. So dance good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I love that he didn't want to dance I know, all, he did. He did <laughs> Tom Phillips, I'll tip my cat Tom Phillips. Phillips Phillips, <laughs> I'll tip my cat for being willing to make a fool out of himself. Not everybody mm-hmm. is. A lot of guys take themselves too seriously. Uh, I, I'm not the biggest Tom Phillips fan, but I'll give credit where it's due. He was he was willing to to look silly mm-hmm. for the for the sake of that bit. Then we had the main event triple threat match: Nia Jax, Carmella, and Alexa Bliss. That was good. Well, that's what I was gonna ask you. You like this match? Yeah,
1: and it, it even have like Nia Jax, Well, these are the the upper upper echelon women in NXT but this match is pretty good because usually they have a they have Bayley or, or or a bigger name in this match but these three women they held their own that match you see how much Carmella has improved in this match
0: yeah she's come a long way yeah she was really impressive I love just based on the character I love Alexa Bliss rolling out and letting the two of them fight while uh-huh. she stands on the outside waiting for her opportunity I love that when she thinks she gets the opportunity, Nia turns around and she's on the top rope and she does the okay, I'm done and she jumps back out. They did a good job of making Nia Jax look as strong as she should without making the other two look bad. I think I figured out why I like the Nia Jax leg drop. <laughs> the Hogan leg drop was not it did not come across as an impactful move. Mm-hmm. It just was something he did and went right into a pin. I think I love that she lets all of her weight come down. She sits there. She sits into it and then it's her like her pinning combination. Uh-huh. There's more to it than just a leg drop. It's she's she's big. They're selling her size on these much smaller women and they're selling the idea that this is not I'm not just hitting a leg drop and pinning you. This is like I'm crushing you right now when I do this. That's why I like it. There's like some impact to it and there's some more meaning to it than what Hogan's leg drop was. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just the, the the big boot, the leg drop, and then the pin. Yeah. I did like this match a lot, though. Yeah. I thought all three were very impressive. I had mentioned last week, or maybe two weeks ago, I wanted to see Alexa Bliss be featured more. Yeah. And I thought it was good to see her in this match. Great heel, mm-hmm. and continuing to get better. I'm glad that she doesn't have that baggage She's not carrying two pieces of luggage with her every week. They, they are so terrible. Out. They are pretty bad. Yeah, they're horrible. And hopefully, I mean, I'm not going to root for their release or anything like that. But <laughs> the tag team, I hope that they're, it's run its course because they were only relevant when they had the titles.
1: Yeah, because yeah, they needed the titles.
0: Yeah, and since they lost them, they've been irrelevant again. The only thing that's made them them relevant since they lost the titles was Alexa Bliss.
1: Yeah, because even at events, they chant, where's Alexa? Yeah. (laughs) So the match ends. That's the only reason I was happy to see Blake and Murphy. I got to see Alexa. Right.
0: It was the the only redeeming factor for them. As Austin Aries pointed out (laughs) two weeks ago when he was in William Regal's office. But... Match ends, Nia Jax wins, she's talking a lot of trash to the fans at ringside, which I liked, is one of the criticisms we had of her, she was out there smiling, and now she's just mean, Mm -hmm. and it suits her perfectly. Asuka makes her way out to the ring, she gives the smile, well she makes her way out to the ramp, gives her the smile, and then decides, you know what, I'm going to go down to the ring. I loved that stare down.
1: Yeah, and and there was no invisible wall.
0: Yeah. Which is perfect. Another thing Vince Russo hates.
1: Yeah, the invisible wall. Just go. Bro. (laughs) Bro.
0: (laughs) Hates the invisible wall. I liked the stare down. And again, I like whenever a women's match gets the same type of treatment that a men's match would get. Yeah. The men would not just get, I'm going to look at you from 40 feet away. That's happened sometimes. Yeah. But I liked that they got right in each other's face. And Asuka, despite being the much smaller of the two women, you know, no fear. I think it's clear Asuka's gonna win. I don't think they're gonna give that title to Nia
1: Jackson. I don't think so, but I'm glad that they gave Nia Jackson a match because if it wasn't for that, it'd be almost rematch city.
0: Yeah, I like and I like that they're now allowing Bailey to have a story again.
1: Yeah, and I like the fact that Bailey did lose because basically for a year Bailey's been undefeated, except for, except for the lost Well, in singles competition, she's been she's won basically every match since like last year in July.
0: She was the women's division, John Cena. But we like her. We we do. You're yeah. right. Yeah. But it hadn't had, it hadn't been ten years that she had been doing you it. No. Although I don't think I would have turned on Bailey. She's too no. Lovable. You can't. You can't. Too lovable, I should say. Yeah. Because even,
1: like even when Bailey loses, like when she lost to Nia Jack, she was like, oh,
0: <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> can't help it. So next week on NXT, what have they advertised? Is it Elias Samson as a match? Yeah, Elias in?
1: Sampson and Austin Aries.
0: Okay, that should be a fine match anything else advertised I, I, don't, in I don't
1: remember oh and um Balor and Joe they have a Corey Grace is, is sit on interview with Balor and Joe
0: okay that'll be good yeah I, I, forgot th- I think that.
1: that's
0: it so that's something to look forward to for NXT next week before we get out of here we'll get to the rest of our listener questions
1: alright we got a question from another question from Donovan the lowdown Lloyd okay. no relation
0: <laughs> once again not related yeah
1: he he also says that anytime we need him to deliver the lowdown no chest protector
0: <laughs> that he'll come on the show anytime all right. Well, Donovan, I look forward to meeting you in person yeah, all right. very soon.
1: He wants to know our 10 favorite wrestlers in WWE right now. His at the moment are American Alpha, The Revival, Sasha Banks, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Bray Wyatt, Samoa Joe.
0: 10's <sighs> a lot. You want to go first?
1: Yeah. It's
0: a lot to rattle off at the top yeah. of my head.
1: The top three are in the order, but after that, I don't, I don't <laughs> care. Kevin Owens, Sasha Banks, AJ Styles, Becky Lynch, Bailey. Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor.
0: Okay, so I got number one, Sasha Banks. Number two, Seth Rollins. Number three, Kevin Owens. Number four, probably AJ Styles. Number five, Bailey. Number six, probably Samoa Joe right now. Number seven, I'll go Jericho. Number eight, these are out of order at this point too. I'm not even gonna <laughs> that, that this is in any kind of order after the top five. Sami Zayn, number nine. In a surprise, I'm gonna go Charlotte. Did I say Charlotte on my list? I don't know. Okay, I don't you really. might have. I'll, I'll, I'll bel- listen to the playback. We have we haven't verified no. And uh, number ten, <sighs> is it an NXT guy? Number ten, I'll go Finn Balor.
1: Mark in the background, did I say Charlotte?
0: No, 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 Charlotte. <laughs> okay. Well, Charlotte. We just she's checked no, no Donovan, Charlotte. thank you for the question. We appreciate it. Right. Again, look forward to meeting you soon.
1: Yeah, we got another question from the babyface, Ron Lloyd. Okay. He wants to know, what do you think about the idea of Goldberg returning to WWE for another run? Am I the only one excited to see him in WWE 2K17? He's being sarcastic halfway.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think of the most emphatic way I can make this point but I don't even need to be emphatic I don't care I never <laughs> cared about Goldberg I still don't it doesn't matter
1: yeah, for, for most fans it's his nostalgia but after you grow up and realize what in ring working stuff and stuff is and you, you watch the Monday Night Wars he, he had, it was an episode just about him and they showed how bad he actually was so for nostalgic reasons for the streak yes but his last match in WWE was nothing to watch. You don't want to see against Brock Lesnar. It was one of the, probably the worst match of all time. And I have no desire to see him in the ring again, wrestling match in WWE. He technically hates the business. Mm-hmm. If you ask him a wrestling question, he'll yell at you for the most part. But since he's in the video game, he'll have some kind of partnership with WWE in the future, probably. Maybe whether it's Hall of Fame or WrestleMania appearance, because that's what it typically does when you have these legends, legends affiliated with the game.
0: Yeah, they always say, you know, everybody comes back. This is one guy I was hoping did not come back. So, yeah,
1: yeah I, I have no desire to see this, and I don't want to see him wrestle with anybody. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we had a question from Angel. Hi, honey. Angel, hey.
0: Angel, thank you again.
1: All right, she want to know if we could add or change something about a character, what would we do?
0: If we could add or change something about a character, I would give Apollo Crews a personality. <laughs> because I think the dude is super fun to watch in the ring. He's got a great look. He's got kind of a different style in that he can be really athletic and really powerful. But he just does not do anything to hook you into caring about the fact that he could do those things. So I give Apollo Cruz a a magnetic personality if that that would be my my big change. Okay.
1: Well, I'll let Sasha Banks be the boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great change. Because I have two actually. But she just let her be let her do her And so she can show you what she can do and who she is. Second, I'll give Bray Wyatt better in-ring skills. (laughs)
0: That's good too.
1: Because people people are invested in the Bray Wyatt character, which I which I am myself. But his matches are typically boring to me. It like with the Undertaker. The Undertaker was great in the ring. But he also he still did his Undertaker stuff. And Bray Wyatt does his, his Bray Wyatt stuff.
0: But he's got nothing to, in the middle.
1: Yeah, he has nothing in the middle. So his matches typically are boring. It's like headlock, rest lock, rest hold and everything like that. So if I could change anything, I'll give Bray Wyatt better wrestling in ring skills.
0: It's a good one because you're right. He does. And I was actually, not that I was about to argue, but there, there's stuff he does that I love. Mm-hmm. But you're right. He's got those three or four things and it's just those three or four things is all you're gonna get.
1: Yeah, and, there, and, and all his like high impact moves just kinda like he just throws his body into you. Yeah. It's you're not, right. Uh, so that's what I'll change about Bray Wyatt. It's a good point. Do we have any more questions? Yeah, we have another question. <clears throat> I gotta give myself a second. All right, we got a question from General Hugh G. Rection, Joe <laughs> did not go over my head. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, picked up one. Okay. I don't know why he would give that nickname. <laughs> okay, so he, so he wants to know. Me and, me and A-Lo argue every week about Triple H. Uh-huh. About, about he, how he buries people. And he doesn't agree with a lot of his decisions he's made in the ring. So, what are some in-ring wrestling match decisions that you think that should have went another, another way and that, that would have benefited a superstar?
0: Would have benefited a superstar. All right, I'm going to pick just one. I actually, there was something I was thinking about earlier that I've completely forgotten since. I think this is probably maybe going to be an obvious one or maybe one that some people don't think is a big deal. I would have never had the Daniel Bryan 18-second loss to Sheamus.
1: But that, you wouldn't have got the real Daniel Bryan if it wasn't for that.
0: Uh, to me, it was just it was just brutal. That's what, that's what I'm going to go with. I can't think of anything else specific off the top of my head. I may have to think for a minute. What do you got?
1: I have two. I have John Cena with the Nexus.
0: Okay. Because
1: <laughs> the Knicks was supposed to win that match.
0: Mm, I remembered mine. Damian Sandow losing his cash-in yeah. to John Cena.
1: Great match. <laughs>
0: it was a great match. Yeah, he
1: was on Russo's podcast. Yeah, today.
0: it's just a shame. Oh, was he?
1: Yeah, I listened to it. it was it's just
0: a good. shame he didn't get the win. Yeah. All right. Continue. What was your other one?
1: But I said the Nexus, right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. after that Wade Barrett, he was just basically... Flandering for years, yes. and every every time he, they they even push, he got hurt. So that he had every labeled level to be world champion, he had the whole package. Mm-hmm. And my other one was when Triple H beat CM Punk. Yes, I said Triple H <laughs> because Punk's popular. So you gave
0: in. Well, you you've been very consistent. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's right. I I I give credit where credit's due, uh, and if I see something the way it is, I see it the way it is because Punk was at the height of his popularity was the, at the height. He had no reason to lose that match, and then the next month in Vengeance against against what was, what was it, The Miz and Truth, the Awesome Truth. Punk took the pin, and Punk and Punk on Kabana's podcast was saying, "Why are you feeding me to this guy? Why am I taking the pinfall loss in this match?" But Triple H, my opinion, does he make the right? To, that, those were the decisions that, impact, that impacted the. the 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 rest is the most, but he's put over Booker T. Not not Booker T. I'm sorry. I'll give you Booker T. too, because nobody put, Vince never put Booker T. Mm-hmm. over anybody, because he was a WCW guy. But Triple H, he put over Batista for three months in a row. Put over Benoit for two three months in a row. Jeff Hardy, he put he put over Shelton Benjamin. He's put over, he's put over plenty of superstars. Even Sheamus. Sheamus is the guy who kind of t- technically knocked him out into the office. Yeah. So. I don't agree. Me, me and him, we argue constantly about this every day, every week, whatever it is. But it will never end. It it will, it will never end because he doesn't give in. But that's my answer to that question.
0: That's good though, and like I said, you've you've been very good. Like you've those two, Booker T and Punk, are the two. Yeah, I'll that
1: you... I'll give you that because Batista wouldn't be Batista if he didn't try to put him over three months in a row.
0: Yeah.
1: Even when Benoit got his run, he beat Triple H two three months in a row. Another one is I'll give you Randy Orton when he first won the title. But that was just to get Brock Lesnar out of their history books.
0: Yeah. So there was at least a reason. Yeah. <laughs> that was everything we had for listener questions. Yep. Okay. Thank you, Muhammad. Thank you, Donovan. Thank you from both Aaron Lloyds. Thank you, Joe Lafferty. Thank you, Angel. And is there anybody I forgot? I think that's it. Thank you for your questions. Keep them coming every week. We appreciate them. We may actually have a question for the listeners coming up sometime this week or next week. So, to anyone who watched the show, thank you for sticking around. Thank you for tuning in. Don't, for, for, wait, don't
1: forget, Matt, don't forget Throwback Madness Money in the Bank 2011.
0: <laughs> yes, coming to you in a couple weeks. For ALO, Aaron Lloyd, for the Absent CK Joe, Joe Rottermill, I am Ron Pashery. the Stooges, the Stooges. <laughs> we will see you next week. Thank you. Oh <laughs>